0: welcome to prophetic voice my name is shadi akimbi you are listening to living the supernatural life podcast and this is episode 12 i'm so glad to have you it's always a pleasure that i can share the word of god with you because i believe that as the word of god comes you know the life of god comes into our situation the power of god comes and brings transformation you know, there's nothing like that. I, I just, I love that. I love, you know, when we can hear from the from the Lord. I love when the Lord speaks to us. I love when we can hear direction and when his power come into our situation to transform us. There is nothing like it. So today, I am super excited as you're joining me today that you are going to be blessed. So I just thank God for you. Yes today i believe the lord wants to encourage you and the lord wants to lift you up with the word i'm bringing today really the the word i want to focus on today really is to do with focus focus is very important in fact as i will say having a selective focus i don't mean to sound um, you know like difficult with giving you that kind of uh, title but i'm just trying to get our attention. I just want to be able to, you know, to get us to be, get the consciousness, the awareness of focus, because focus is very powerful. What we focus on will make us, you know, that the Bible tells us that as we think we will become, you know, what what a man thinks is what a person will be, because what we think is what we focus on is what we're thinking. And what we're thinking, you, you, we begin to mold us. You know, we begin to uh, transform us. We begin to sh- chip away. We begin to shape us. And then we, we become what we're thinking. You know, when, when we, what we are thinking flitters into our hearts, that is what we become. In uh, Matthew 15, Jesus said that it's not what comes, uh, what goes into a person what a person eats, what, you know, it's not that what on the outside, what we eat that makes a person. That is in Matthew 15, 11. In fact, it was trying to uh, get across to those religious leaders, the Jewish leaders who were very focused and very peculiar about cleaning of hands and washing the outside and making everything look great on the outside. And he was saying to them, look, all of this stuff is not what makes a person. A person is not, it's not what you observe, all these things that rituals that make you clean. It's the content of your heart. What is in your heart? It's what you are. It is out of the abundance of, him, of, the, of the man's heart that he speaks. When you hear a person speaking from their heart, when you hear a person speaking, they are speaking from their heart and that is who they are. And that has been from what they have taken in over the time. That they have processed and that's now turned them into that. And that's why focus is powerful. What we focus on is important. So I believe we need to really take control of our focus. We need to, you know, check what we are giving ourselves to. Because Satan is very good at that. The devil will try everything to get your focus. To get your focus... To get you focusing on the wrong thing. To get you saying the wrong things. To get you moving in the wrong direction. You can do that by, you know, changing our focus. You can change our focus. It can get us meditating on wrong things. That's why focus is very important. So you can see where I'm coming for today. Let's get into this study. And I believe that God will, the Holy Spirit will, highlight things to us and help us to really move for, forward and to take on what is important and to be skilled is is an act that we need to learn and the, the holy spirit can help us amen thank God that the word of God gives us assurance that we are more than conqueror over fear the word gives us promises God has given us covenant promises that we know that we are victorious we can overcome fear we can have victory and uh, when we look at the word of god we have uh, so many characters in the word of god bible heroes that we can learn a thing or through from about how they conquered how they confronted and overcame fear you know how they, they were able to win and be victorious i mean examples like abraham like jacob like joseph daniel even in the new testament apostle paul peter and all of them We can learn something. But today I just want us to focus on David and just learn from David's uh, example, his life, how he dealt with fear. David is a well-known Bible hero. He was a shepherd boy in Israel who became king. Well-known for his courage. He fought many wars. I mean, he's known all over not just in uh, Christians, or it's not just a Bible story. It says all over the world, the, uh, David is known as a legendary warrior. He was a man who won many battles, who fought many battles and won great victories. Uh, the classic one is his uh, battle with Goliath. Even this is known to children at a very early age and they love the story. And I think it's because it's, it resonates hope. It gives the edge, the possibility that they can handle fear, because fear is very prevalent in our society. Everywhere you go, even the science will tell you that children, um, from the zero eight to two, they are already conscious of fear. So this is it's so important that we need to learn uh, how to to deal with, how to have a focus and and deal with this the onslaught of fear. Children, they love the story of David fighting Goliath and winning brings hope alive. When we hear these stories, you know, one thing that really just want us to think about when we hear stories about David, about his victories, his courage, his boldness, something that we we might not think about it is the fact that David actually, the fact that he fought and he won many battles doesn't mean that he didn't have fear. yes. I believe that he didn't... Not that David didn't feel fear, but he just was able to master that skill. When you think about the fact that as children, I can just think about when I was a kid and I will have people, when I I felt fear, when I felt that people were going to attack me, like people that um, were older than me, that I knew that they could beat me, they could harm me and I could feel the threat coming from them what I would do in that case is that even though I will feel the fear but I remember that I would I would run I will run to my parents most especially I will run to my dad I'll run to my father number one because I knew that he's going to protect me number two I knew that those other children the, they they could not overpower him because they didn't have the strength to overpower him so even though I felt the fear I didn't stay there to allow the fear to confront me. I will immediately run for shelter. So when we think about David as well, it's not that David didn't feel fear because we can think... Like, oh, this the people who we hear their stories that they are they were so they won many victories and they fought battles and they were just so outgoing and just just like you know, they they were there was no fear, they just could stand up to anything. I don't believe that. I believe that there is that element of fear that they they felt the fear, but they knew. They they handle the fear. They had to find a way of dealing with fear. The people in the world who are you know who don't even believe in the, in the covenant. They don't have covenant relationship with God. They don't come to God to, for refuge. They always find they find something to deal with the fear. They find a way to get around it. But thank God. I mean, we don't have to the, the way of the world that there is no security. We have a better way. We have a God who, of victories. We have a God who has already proclaimed us victorious. We have a God that none can contend with. We have a God who says that we are more than conqueror. No matter what the situation, no matter the fear, no matter the the, the, the whatever comes against us, we are assured that there is victory because there is none greater than him. So even though the fear is there, and that's what I'm trying to raise the awareness that Yes, we will feel the fear, but from David, David knew how to run to God. He knew how to focus on God. And we're going to get into some verses now in the Bible, just to show us and just to learn from David, you know, how to give the right focus to what needs the right focus and to Get the focus off the enemy. Because I can tell you, the devil loves getting attention. He definitely loves attention. Now we need to learn how not to give the enemy the focus. How to take authority and have the right focus. And keep ourselves going forth. Amen. Please come in your Bible with me to Psalm 56. And I'm going to read from verse 1. I'm just going to read to highlight how David was able to keep his focus, how he dealt with the actual fear confront that was confronting him. Because David actually acknowledged the fact that the fear was there. So I'm just trying to show us that we can live above fear. We can have victory, even though we feel the fear. It's not about how we feel. It's really what the Word of God says. And we can just learn to take our focus off and give Our focus to God. In Psalm 56, I'm going to read from verse 1. It says, Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Can you see what I was saying? When we read the first two verses, we can see David actually acknowledging that he felt the fear. But then you see David flipping it over. He, he will flip it over and turn it to praise and keep his focus on God. Okay, now I'll continue reading. I'm reading from, from verse 5 now. All day long they injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stare up strife. they lurk, they watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape? In wrath, cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears in your bottle and are they not in your book? When my enemies return back, in the day when I call, this I know that God is for me, in God whose word I praise. And we can see... David acknowledging the fact that the problem was there, the fear was there, but he was turning it over to God. And I just quickly want to say here that, you know, the fact that we don't deny the fact, whatever the fact of the matter that we are dealing with, whatever the situation, maybe you are dealing with, um, you have a persistent health problem. We need to go to the doctor and check it out. We don't have to deny that there is a problem there. Maybe... You have a situation with debt problem. We need to seek counseling and see how, you know, time to get, if you need to get help, you know, for how to manage money, how to, you know, structure your spending, all those things. We we acknowledge those facts. They are there. But then we believe that with, with the power of God, we can overcome. We can have victory, whether it's medical situation, whatever the the problem is, that we need to, whatever we need to do in the natural, we have to, we can acknowledge the fact that it's there, we don't deny it, but we turn to God, we do what we need to do in the natural and God will help us. I said we see a pattern that in David, acknowledging the fear, but turning the battle over to God. Let me go to Psalm 59 as well. Let's go to t- Psalm 59 now, please. I'm reading from verse 1. Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who walk evil and save me from blood testimony. For behold, they lie in wait for my life. Fierce men, stay up, strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord. For no fault of mine, they run make steady, sorry, they run, make ready. Awake, come to me and see me. You, Lord, God of hosts, our God of Israel, rouse yourself to punish all the nations, spare none of those who treacherously plot evil. Each evening, they come back howling like dogs and brawling about the city. They are bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips, for who they think will hear Horse. But you, O oh Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in derision. All my strength I will watch for you. For you, O oh God, are my fortress. My God in his steadfast love will meet me. God will let me look in triumph of my enemies. I mean there is no telling there that David was facing a serious, serious threat here. Serious fear, you know? But you can see him flipping it over. To praise God by faith, by choice, deliberately, not giving the problem, the fear, you know, the ultimate focus. But giving the ultimate focus to God. Please come with me to Psalm 23. I'm going to read from verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever, Amen. I mean, we can just see the life of David from here. This is a very popular uh, poem, uh, writing of David, a prayer of David, and this has blessed generations and generations after David. Cause you can just see the power of God. You can, is comforting, is assuring, is. There's focus in it. The, the the very first verse starts with the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. You know, he leads me beside quiet waters. And David is talking about the Lord in such a way that he know it's like he, he knows that he is his comforter. He knows that the Lord is his guide. And that the Lord's plan for him is good. That the Lord was going to guide him well. He's going to lead him in safety. He's going to lead him in security. David was thinking this, 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 what we are reading is David's thought. This is how David thought. This is how David viewed life. Look at verse 4. He said, Even though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. David. Acknowledging the fact that even if so he was in deadly situation and he was in he was in 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 face of death many times in his life. He was in a haunted, he was in many battles, he faced death many occasions, but we can learn his victories. We can learn how he was able to stay focused and stay strong even though he felt the fear but he kept the Lord before him. This chapter is so rich with the Lord, but you can see the heart of a man. This is a man who was who, who been made into this because this was his focus. The Lord was a center of his life. His love for the Lord, his desire was to please God. Yeah, he had few times that he failed, he sh- fell short, but he always turned it back. He always turned his heart back to God. That was... How David was able to make it through able to win those battles, today is known as a man of courage, a man of boldness, you know relentless man with such courage and such with power and authority, but it came not because David was such so powerful and he was just of his own strength, it was the strength of the Lord upon him. And he always gave God the, the the glory, and he knew that, and he put his trust in God. And if the same thing, if we are going to be people of focus, that are going to walk in victories, we have to learn to let the Lord be our shepherd. God has to be the center of everything. We have to allow the Lord, the Word of God, what God says about us, to be what we dwell on. We don't allow the enemy to give us uh, to cause us to to focus on him many times we find ourselves singing the praise of the devil, glorifying the things that are not right that the enemy is doing, the things the trials we are going through, and we're constantly talking about, we're constantly meditating on it. That's not going to help us. We've got to learn not to give give the focus to the enemy but to declare the word of God. and as we do that. Because the presence of God, when we are declaring the word of God, we are releasing the atmosphere. We are releasing the presence of God. We release angelic help on our behalf to come and to bring us into deliverance. When we are declaring the promises of God, we are, the hand of God is able to move ahead of us and bring that victory for us. So I, I pray that we are encouraged to to choose our focus well, to Choose what we are saying to choose what we are thinking. When the enemy is coming with wrong thoughts, when we are th- the thoughts that are not in line with the promises of God, we don't dwell on it. We run to safety. Like I said, as a as a child, I will run to safety of uh, my parents, the holder person who c- will protect me. And the same thing, the Bible even tells us in the book of. Uh, in James chapter 4, verse 7, that when we submit to God, we can resist the enemy. We can run to God when we keep ourselves in line with the Word of God, thinking and meditating upon the Word of God, walking in submission to God. We have authority. We can walk in that authority of Christ. Jesus says in Luke chapter 10, that he has given us power to tread upon serpent and scorpion and over all the powers of the enemy. There is nothing that can hurt us. Nothing can harm us when we're walking in that authority of Christ. This is where the Lord wants us. This is where he wants us to set our eyes upon what he has promised us. God tells us in his word in Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven: For I know the plans that I think towards you, not the thought of evil. But taught to bring us to expected end. The expected end of God is known for us. It's his word. God's word is his will. God's will is his word. The promises of God are for us. They are yes and amen. When we are in Christ, all the promises of God are already ours in Christ. And when we are submitted to Christ, when we are submitted to, to God, we have the authority of Christ. In our lives, we have the name of Christ. Because we are walking in submission to Christ, we, we have the authority of Christ. And that name, at the mention of Jesus' name, the enemy will flee. So today, be encouraged, as we're going to pray now, be encouraged that you don't need to accept any lies of the enemy in that situation, in whatever the circumstances you need God to intervene. Whatever the fear is, whatever you are afraid of right now, whatever it is that you're dealing with that you know is causing you sleepless nights, is making you afraid, it's getting you to be worried and to be anxious. It's not God's will for us to be anxious about anything or worried about anything. But it's God, His will is for us to, start, to come to Him and to take the Word of God and to stand on the Word of God and to believe God to trust God, that he is a prayer-answering God and is able to make a way for us where there is no way. Now, in closing, I want to read from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, I hold you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Praise God. We have to learn to renew our minds to the word of God, uh, not to allow what we see, the mindset of this world, to take us captive. But we have to align ourselves renew our mind to the word of God as we spend time in the word of God this is how we are going to you know we are going to be transformed and we're going to be strengthened in our spirit man we will be strengthened to walk in a power to walk in authority to have that courage Jesus says that man does not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God it's the when we feed ourselves our spirit spirit man We will be strong. We will be victorious. We will be able to stand in authority and resist the enemy. This is what we need to do. We need to renew our focus with the word of God. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare, they are not the weapons of this world, but they are mighty through God to pull down strong goals. We pull down those thoughts, those Lies that the enemy is telling us, those things that are not in agreement with the word of God, they are carnal mind, they are wisdom of this world. They don't walk, they don't agree with God's will for us. And we, we take authority in Jesus' name. We pull them down, we renew our minds to the word of God. I'm going to pray right now. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 that... 19 that he has given us power to trade over serpent over scorpion over all the powers of the enemy and nothing will hurt you, nothing will hurt us when in the authority of his name. Serpents and scorpions are deadly things. I don't know what the situation you are dealing with. What maybe you're facing a a, a dangerous situation right now. You are in danger of your health. There is no hope. Maybe you are facing challenges in family, in your workplace, you know, whatever the problem is, maybe it's emotional problem. You are oppressed by the enemy. You you feel tormented by the enemy and you can't break away. God wants to deliver you. As we pray right now, the power of that name, the Lord is going to visit your situation and he's going to Bring deliverance. It's going to bring the power, His power, into your situation. The enemy is resisted in Jesus' name, and as we pray, you continue to walk, renew your mind to what the Word of God says. You continue to stand upon the promise of God. Even if you don't see immediate change, that does not mean that God is not working. God is working, and we just continue to press forward by renewing, you know, the what we allow ourselves to focus on. What we think we think in agreement with that word of God, the plan of God. His plan for you is good. The word of God tells us in Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven, God's plan for you is good. God's plan for you is to bring it to an expected end. God's expected end is in the word of God. The promises of God are what are the plans that God has got for you. So whatever is not in agreement with the promises of God, you can Reject that and take hold of the word of God, the blessing of God, the promise of God and stand on that and meditate on that and renew your mind. And this is how we, we choose our focus, right? We choose our focus by focusing on what God says, not what our circumstances says, not what people say, not those lies of the enemy, but what God says. God is not a liar. If God has promised it, he's able to do it. So let's pray right now. I'm setting myself in agreement with you. What is that need? What is that situation you want God to do for you? What is our problem? What is the fear that is you're dealing with? No more fear. Power of God is coming to deliver you, to set you free in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your word today. Lord, you send your word to heal our diseases. You send your word to deliver us from destruction. Your plan is not to destroy. Your plan is not for destruction. Your plan is for good. So I I just come against that lie of the enemy right now. I come against that spirit of darkness, the counsel of the wicked in the lives of your people right now. And even that one that does not know what your will is, your will is your word. So I just pray that they will come into that place. That one that does not know you. Father, I pray for salvation. If you don't know the Lord, if you have not asked Jesus into your life, you need to do that now. And just say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and make me your your child. Help me to live for you every day. That's it. And just continue to read your word and find yourself in a good church where they preach the word of God the true word of God. Thank you, Father, right now for every situation that has brought this request that is being placed before the Lord right now. Father, thank you, Lord, that you're touching every need right now. Yes, every need, whatever the situation is, the Lord is touching your situation. The Lord is bringing solution. The Lord is bringing help for you for that help that you need. God is bringing it. God is bringing, I thank you, Father, that you're touching sick bodies. Lord, there is a problem with sight. Maybe it's, you're going, beginning to go blind or something like that. Father, in Jesus' name, I just speak light right now. I speak the power, the healing power of God over the eyes in Jesus' name. I speak clarity to the eyes in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, I speak life. That one that has received death sentence, death threats, death threats. I don't know whether it's medical death threats or people are just threatening you. You you feel afraid for your life. And it's just similar to something that David has been through as well. You feel haunted. Father, I pray for that one right now in Jesus' name. I pray for help. I pray for deliverance in that situation. I pray for your hand of safety and security, Lord. I pray that as this person who runs into your harm of refuge, that Lord, you will, you will preserve them from the evil one. In Jesus' name, you will deliver this one. In Jesus' name, thank you for your deliverance right now. Let the power of the enemy, let every gang up of the enemy, be broken and become to nothing. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you that no weapon from a fashion against your people will prosper. I just thank you, Lord, for your power. I thank you, Lord, for your glory. I thank you, Lord, for your help in that situation. Even in concerning a work environment, the Lord is going to help you. The Lord says, don't fear. You are not on your own. God is with you, and he will give you wisdom. Wisdom that those who are standing against you, they will not be able to comprehend. God will bring you through in Jesus' name, and God will give you favor at the right time. Thank you, Father God, that you're opening doors, new doors of opportunity in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For those who are even involved in creating something, God is going to give you uh, creativity. He's going to give you ideas uh, to bring about these things that you're planning to do. God will give you direction and help. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you for your power. Thank you, Father God, for Every negative report is cancelled. I cancel it in Jesus' name. And Father, I just release your goodness. I release your power. I release your turnaround. I release breakthrough in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you and we bless your name you. For all these things, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. I pray that you continue to walk in the strength of the Lord. We continue to work with focus, that focus in God, focus in the strength of the Lord, in all the blessings, all the promises of God for you. I pray that will be your focus in, even in this week. God bless you. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye-bye.